1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Oilers
2: now with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio six
1: thirty. Chad, I can take them to a place uh, personally that they can't get to themselves. Right back in this game. Big expectations. They gotta buy into that and it's not going to be comfortable at times. I pull and I root for the team because I know if the team's playing well and makes the people in the city excited and
2: happy. You know, we're in this thing to win
1: is over!
2: This is Ryan and Hopkins. <laughs> this is Arthur Platham. This is Malachi. This is Kim Talbot. This, tell this is Carmen from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down?
1: Yeah, Digitex does that.
2: D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer On the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Shed. About the front door like a ghost into a fog Where no one notices the contrast of white on white And In between the moon and you, angels get a better view Of the crumbling difference between wrong and right and I walk in the air, between the rain, through myself and back again So sure.
0: Everybody, Bob Bob Stauffer joining you. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. You can now buy your PCs from Digitex. Keep it all under one roof with one number to call. And one simple invoice for all your office technology needs. Off day for the Edmonton Oilers yesterday. Back on the ice at the community rink at 11 o'clock today. Uh, We'll get some thoughts on a couple different fronts here regarding potential trade action, even though I don't think there's going to be much, at least in the next little while. I'll explain why. Uh, We will have Hockey Night in Canada's Elliot Friedman for River Creek Resort and Casino today at 1235. 105, Calgary Flames assistant general manager, former NHLer Craig Conroy. And at 135, his name sounds like a matinee idol, and he's got the looks to back it up. And, oh, by the way, he's a terrific guy as well. Trip Tracy coming up out of Carolina. They're actually at home tonight. Busy week for the Oilers, busy week for Rogers Place. Tomorrow, doubleheader day. Uh, the Edmonton Oil Kings, the Calgary Hitman, and then the Edmonton Oilers hosting the Calgary Flames Sunday night, the Carolina Hurricanes. So, should be a kicker. You can reach us on our Oilers now. Hotline 7804960063. It's brought to you by The Legend of George Jones and the Story of The Hague. On. Uh January 25th at the River Cree Resort Casino. Tickets at ticketmaster.ca. You can text us at 630-630 on the Heartland Ford text line. Don't buy a new or pre-owned Ford without giving Heartland Ford a chance. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. You can tweet me at Now. Tweet uh, Brendan Escott at Brendan Escott with two Ts. Uh, I'm available at Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan actually does the uh, Now account. So there you have it. Brendan, how you doing? Things are good today, my friend. Ready for some hockey to get going again? Get, well, yeah, because we've had all of uh, like yesterday was an off day, so back That's to right. It's back, weird. Back to Rogers Place. That'll be interesting tomorrow. The uh, Oil Kings, and I know you had Cindy Sherry on the show earlier in the week uh, when I was in Vancouver. You did that interview, and you had Brad Lauer on the show as well. And, I mean, the Oil Kings have exceeded expectations so far. I think that's a given. Uh, Steve Hamilton is coaching the Calgary Hitmen. And then the Oilers and the Flames, and I think we all know the Calgary Flames. Uh, Well, the Calgary Flames are part of the reason why Edmonton's in a, a unique scenario, because Calgary, Vegas... And the San Jose Sharks have separated from the rest of the Pacific Division. Basically, there's five really good teams in the Western Conference. Two that played last night. Winnipeg and Nashville went at it last night. The Jets got the win. Jets are a good team. No question. They're a good team. Um, Those five teams have completely separated, and then uh, some have jokingly referred to it as a turtle derby. Like, put it this way, if the Edmonton Oilers win tomorrow night, they are in sixth place in the Western Conference. Uh, Right now, the Central division, thought by many, especially with Colorado's hot start to the year, to uh, be on a different level, hasn't necessarily come to fruition. Now, there's still people that believe that the Central is going to have five of the eight playoff spots. I am not one of those people. I am not going to guarantee you that the Oilers are going to make the playoffs, but it's all there for Edmonton to go get. Lots of discussion in town around all right, trades, uh, what can get done. I will tell you, it's my belief that at this time, that's the qualifier. At this time, I believe it's a little quiet out there on the trade front. And, you know, you got some deck chair moves that have occurred this year, um, some smaller moves, that the trades involving the likes of, you know, Wideman and number three going for Alexander Petrovich, who was on the ice again today over at the community arena. Uh, the Manning trade, which is, I think, confounded a lot of you out there uh, for Drake Kajula. And, and frankly, I understand why there's some of that confusion in the marketplace on that one. Uh, those are not big deals. But what Anaheim did over the last four or five days, the Cogliano trade, I mean, that was a shot. across. First, uh, Bob Murray doubles down on Randy Carlisle, and then he trades away Andrew Cogliano. is a very popular player in the Anaheim room. That would be felt. There would be the subsequent moves where he picked up Del Zotto and and dumped Luke Shen. I mean, they were trying to move Luke Shen out for a while. Uh, Del Zotto, Vancouver, was trying to get rid of... uh, You know, Del Zotto's had an up-and-down career. Some people have wondered about his focus uh, off the ice. I'm not close enough to judge that. Um, Anyhow, the, the bigger plays, I don't think they're coming right now. They may come sometime in February. Uh, and the reason why they're not coming right now is everybody's still in it. How many teams legitimately are out of it? Like, the Ottawa Senators, what I'm hearing is that uh, Pierre Dorian, their general manager, is asking for a ridiculous amount for their players. And the prices will go down the closer we get to the trade deadline. Like, how good is Cody Ceci? I don't know how good he is. All I know is when I watch the Ottawa Senators, I notice Thomas Chabot, and I don't really notice Cody Ceci. And I know there's some... uh, People out there that have liked Cody Ceci, I'm really lukewarm on him. You know, Matt Duchesne, could you get him in a trade? I guess you could. Could you get him signed? You know, do I think Ottawa could get a number one for Matt Duchesne? Potentially. Uh, Depends what Ottawa takes back. Maybe Ottawa's got to take a difficult contract back to guarantee they get a number one. Mark Stone, I think he could get a number one for, but, you know, Ottawa's in a tough spot there. I think Stone ultimately signs with the uh, Ottawa Senators, and Duchesne doesn't, and I do think they end up moving to CeCe. You know, I'm hearing L.A. Kings, like Jake Muzzin, the Kings want a number one plus a prospect for Jake Muzzin, who's basically got a year and a half left in his deal. It's pretty steep. You know, what's the cost going to be for Tyler Toffoli? He's got a year plus left in his deal. It's like $4.6 million bucks. So those are two of the teams, L.A. and Ottawa, that we know that are out of it. I mean, some people thought Detroit was going to be out of it. They're still in the mix. Doug Armstrong, St. Louis. You know, there were people telling me three weeks ago, Bo Meister can be in play, and and now I'm hearing that Jay's, well, I know, I just look at his numbers. He's picked it up. I think he played 23 minutes the other night in a, in a victory, so I started to get healthier. Could you get Patrick Maroon? Absolutely, you could get Patrick Maroon, but in Edmonton, do you do that? I don't know. So what I'm saying is I'm not sure what could occur trade-wise. Chris Johnson was recently on. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins as we go to our Direct Workwear Audio Vault. For product knowledge, compliancy, great pricing and innovation, directworkwear.com, an Edmonton-based company. Here's Chris Johnson on uh, who the Oilers could trade.
1: Well, I mean, certainly fully RV. And, and look, there, there's some conflicting information out there. I think teams think he's available. I don't know. You know, to what degree the Oilers are pushing him as as someone who's available? But I mean, if you're moving someone like that, even though his career hasn't started, maybe uh, the way that you know might have been hoped for someone you know selected as high as he was. I mean, there's definitely value for that. You know, anyone who's trading a first-round pick at the deadline or near the deadline, uh, you know, that has value because we we don't see a ton of those trades. Certainly not as many as we used to in years gone by uh, with the first-round pick. And you know, I think there's definitely some things always can do. I mean, the, the biggest sh- 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 that I could see that them coming up against is is the idea that it's so widely known that they're uh, putting on a full court press that that they're you know you know desperate might be a strong word, but that they're uh, so uh, enthusiastically chasing this one thing. You know, that that could work against them in these kind of talks because you know the reality is you know I don't I don't think we're going to see a lot of action until we get on the other side of the All Star break and and. Uh, those buy weeks, you know, really into early February. And so if you're trying to make moves now, I mean, uh, you're you're probably going to have to pay a premium. So, you know, I think that the the trade market is still taking shape to some degree. uh, But, you know, it does still look to me to be a buyer's market. And, you know, there are players out there to to be added, uh, you know, either by Edmonton, but also other teams that are looking to, to add as well.
0: That's Chris Johnson from NHL Hockey and Rogers uh, making an appearance in Inside Sports. Uh, just to yes, Apoliarvi and the potential of what? could... Uh, my attitude has not changed on this. Um, has yes, Apoliarvi had the attraction that everybody was hoping for? No. Um, personally, I'm of the belief. I don't. I, I don't think that Apoliarvi has a lot of currency around the league at this time. And I think the Oilers just have to be patient with him and continue to try to develop him. He didn't have a good game against Vancouver. Uh, he's going to be on a different line tomorrow night against the Calgary Flames based upon what uh, Oilers head coach Ken Hitchcock ran with today. So, And I was at the community arena until 11.26 because it takes me roughly 30 minutes to drive back over to Ched from uh, there. So here we go. Uh, Connor McDavid remain with Leon Draisaitl and Alex on. Jujar Kara. On left wing with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Kyler Yamamoto. Colby Cave with Milan Lucic and Zach Gassian. Kyle Brodziak with Tobias Reeder and Yessa Pugliarvi. So based on that, it looks like Spooner, who was acquired in the Ryan Storm trade, is about to be scratched for the sixth time since coming to Edmonton. Caleb which I'm sure was not what was initially envisioned when Peter Shirelli made that trade. I mean, that's a player that he drafted in Boston. Um, Caleb Jones with Adam Larson. Darnell Nurse was with Chris Russell. Uh, they kind of rotated a bunch of defensemen, like Sekra was out there today. Petrovich, who's on IR, was out there today. Sekra, to me, still looks like he's weeks away from playing. Uh, Gravel is still in. But... Uh, in uh, in town, but uh, Manning and Benning probably the third pairing tomorrow. So we'll wait and see on that front. Twelve nineteen in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers now. Um, let's do this. We are going to get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing when we come back on the show. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on six thirty, Chad. Welcome back, everybody. 12-22 in Edmonton. You know who's leading the NHL scoring race right now? Nikita Kucherov. One point in his last three games. Oh, that happens once in a while, guys. Still on a really good team. You think McDavid can reel him in? What do you think, Brendan? Absolutely. And I
3: made that prediction when I was hosting the other day as well. I yeah. think that he ultimately will take the Art Ross.
0: Well, hope so. And if the Oilers make the playoffs, slam dunk, he's the Hart Trophy winner as well. So, there you have it.
3: Somebody tearing up U-Sport, uh, though, Bob, is Luke Phillip. And I saw you send out that tweet earlier today suggesting that perhaps he's going to get a look from some NHL scouts.
0: Yeah, well, I know he's getting looks. Uh, and I know a couple of the teams, uh, one of the ones that's in the West, is a really good team. So... Here's what happens. They, you know, I'm, and I'll be the first to admit that I think there's a bias with some NHL management teams out there towards uh, NCAA players, and they all think they got to chase all these guys. And sometimes there's guys right underneath your own nose that can help you out. Like if you don't think that Derek Ryan couldn't have helped out the Edmonton Oilers back in 2015 or 2016 when he was uh, a $600,000 player, I got to, you know. The owners could have had Derek Ryan for $650,000 on a one-way deal in 2016, They and Ryan ended up re-signing at that time with Carolina. But there's ways of sending messages out there to agents that, hey, we'd be interested in your guy in a one-way. Uh, I'm not saying that Phillip is as good as Derek Ryan, but I'm saying that Luke Phillip's better than a bunch of the guys that uh, are being looked at at various NCAA schools, uh, you take Flyers on 23 and 20. The Oilers took a chance on a couple guys. They took a chance on Colin Larkin and Nolan Vesey. You can look up their numbers on HockeyDB or Elite Prospects and draw your own conclusion in terms of how impactful or not impactful. Now, I, I think Larkin's been injured. Uh, and again, uh, I'll be intrigued to see if Phillip does get signed. Uh, the other thing to keep in consideration, Ian Herbers has coached in the American Hockey League for Nashville which has historically been a pretty well-run organization. I think he'd have a handle. Oh, he also spent the last three years in the Oilers organization. But, uh, you know, Edmonton traded for David DeHarnay during the 2016-17 season. He scored a huge goal in the playoffs. DeHarnay, I think, was a 3 to $3.5 million cap hit at the time of that trade. So, interesting stuff. I mean, again, sometimes you can find a guy for $600, 650000 bucks. You can even get a guy. I mean, these guys you're talking about an NHL deal on a two-way, an NHL AHL two-way deal that they prove. I mean, that's what Ryan had to do after playing over in Europe. And I assume if somebody uh, ends up signing uh, Luke Phil, and what happens is they try to get the guys on an AHL ECHL deal. And those guys are better off to stay in school in that situation. So we'll wait and see. Let's go to uh, and he's not the only one, by the way. Uh, there's a kid named Simpson at New Brunswick, six foot six center, and Jason Fram, a defenseman at the U of A as well. Those three players, I think, could be in, at minimum impactful American Hockey League players. They just need somebody to believe in them, and there seems to be a lot of belief in guys out of the NCAA that get chances at 22 and 23. So it's a bit of a contrast. Uh, What's that tragically hip song about debunking the American myth? Something to that effect. Let's go to NHL today for elite promotional marketing more than just sportswear, and here's Brendan Escott.
3: Thanks, Bob. Another seven games on the NHL schedule tonight and plenty of Canadian action, including the Maple Leafs visiting Florida, Montreal playing in Columbus, Ottawa on the road in Carolina, and Calgary hosting Detroit. Canucks also entertaining Buffalo on the West Coast. The Capitals will have goaltender Braden Holtby back in goal. Tonight, he took a stick in the eye against Columbus, missed a couple of games for the Caps. It was uh, Phoenix Copley filling in for him. Predators forward Ryan Johansson will have a hearing with the league for uh, what they call the high-sticking incident on Mark Shifley last night. I don't know if you saw the play, Bob, but essentially, uh, Johansson and Shifley tangled up in the corner, and as they disengaged, uh, Johansson he, whacked He Shifley. has to get suspended oh, for, for that. sure. He, he two-handed head. to run him across the head. Right across the head. So, uh, that'll come down likely this afternoon. Uh, another trade coming through late last night as well, and that saw another former Portland Winterhawk and Taylor Lear move from uh, Buffalo to Philadelphia and Exchange for, uh, hang on, other way around. Yeah, he went other from way to Buffalo. Philadelphia to Buffalo. That's right for uh, Justin Bailey. Uh, finally, the Bruins announced this morning that forward uh, Anders Bjork will have surgery on his shoulder. Will miss five to six months. So likely done for the season. He has not played since December 30th. Bakersfield Condors a rematch with the Stockton Heat tonight at home. They beat the Heat 4-2 on Wednesday night. Edmonton Oil Kings begin that four-game homestand uh, tomorrow afternoon against the Calgary Hitmen, and that is the WHL suits up with Don Cherry to promote organ donation. Uh, so they are wearing the special jerseys, doing giveaways, other events. Again, one thirty puck drop there. And the U of A Golden Bears, you just talked about it, start a home-and-home home series against the Mount Royal Cougars at the Claire Drake tonight. Tomorrow night, they're down in Calgary.
0: What's going on in the AJHL uh, with the Sherwood Park Crusaders and uh, Spruce Grove, and what's happening in the North Division there? So
3: North Division Crusaders are still sitting atop that by a couple of points. They picked up a win earlier this week in Fort McMurray. That was Tuesday night, and they kickoff, arguably the toughest uh, stretch of games here right now in their season. They're down in Brooks, Okotoks, and then taking on the Calgary Mustangs for 3-3. Three and three. So that's going to be a real tough swing. Brooks and Okotoks, 1-2 in the South.
0: So Spruce Grove going to be pushing all year. With uh, Is that who's second right now?
3: No, it's actually the Bonneville Pontiac. Spruce Grove is uh, about 12 points back of the lead. Who's in Bonneville? Is that uh,
0: Gore Thibodeau coaching Bonneville? Thibodeau is in white court. It's Rick Swan. Rick Swan, yes. oh, another U of A guy. There, there you go. Be. Former police officer, uh, member of the EPS, Rick Swan. All right, it is uh, 1228 in Edmonton. We'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Morgan Black. And when we come back, courtesy of the River Creek Resort and Casino, Elliott Friedman. This is Oilers Now.
2: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.